0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: All right. Welcome to Jerry for Genevieve. I am here with uh, my wife via telephone, Katie. Thank you for calling in, Katie.
0: Thanks for having
1: me back. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a couple things um, I think Katie will have an interesting perspective on. Um, so kind of just go over what we're uh, kind of trying to accomplish here. Uh, we've talked about the buckets we're, we're looking to talk about as far as relationships and education and work. Um, Katie and I have talked about um, some characteristics that we think would be helpful if Genevieve was able to cultivate uh, growing up. Uh, things we think would be helpful in her adult life. Um, And I I think where I'd like to get to, Katie, we can talk about this a little bit. Um, Obviously, we want her to be happy and successful in her relationships, education, and work as she gets older and as an adult. And cultivating those characteristics we talked about, um, I think, will help that. And I think coming back even further from that, I think it would be cool um in the next couple of weeks um if you're willing to come on is to come up with kind of like seven to ten daily habits um that would right. yeah that that will help you know uh her like I said cultivate those characteristics, which in turn will help um you know her be successful and content and happy. In those, you know, three big life buckets that we keep coming back to. Um, so I think that's kind of where I like to get to as far as giving some structure or more structure to these conversations. Um, so just big picture. Um, I think that's kind of where um, I like to work it. Uh, today, we talked about okay. talking about a couple things. Um one thing I think we all kind of run into in, in different ways, and I think is uh, important, or it could be an enlightening conversation, especially to hear your your parents have that is the idea of is life fair? <laughs> uh, okay. Just your 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 immediate response to that is that a is that a yes or no answer from you of is life fair? To to what question? Do you think life is fair? Is sad. Fair.
0: Oh, fair. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, is life fair? No.
1: All right. Can you expound upon that? Why do you think that is?
0: Oh, man! I, wish I, could <laughs> I mean I mean, do you think it's more uh, just
1: a case of us being born in certain circumstances and some having more than others, uh, whether that's um, well, outside physical that it, stuff or talents or all that together, <clears throat> or is I it a mindset? Is it a perspective?
0: I'm not thinking of it so much as a perspective have, I just think that there are going to be certain circumstances that come up where even if it's just your perception that, you know, something isn't there because it's not always all about you. And I guess that's what initially what I'm thinking.
1: Right. And I, and I think, you know, most people would agree with that. Uh, they, they look at life and they see the has and have nots, um, whether that's with talent or um, skill-wise or resource-wise. Um, right. and it's definitely easy to to break that down where it seems like we're constantly comparing. And I, I think we talked about it, I think it might even be on last week's episode, um, with with us constantly wanting to make life fair and the people around us, I think uh, especially in in this country, I think there's definitely a big push to, uh, you know, have equal opportunity. Um, And, and even if we don't all start from the same spot, at least creating uh, a playing field that's as even as possible. Um, So, so I think we're, that's ingrained in us growing up that um, life is maybe as fair as it can be in a large society like ours um, or that that's that's the goal Um, yeah that's a good point yeah but what I think we are constantly doing as um, we evolve and get older we're we're looking at uh, well and I want I want to go over and see how this relates to the three buckets of relationship education and work, but I, I think it can be beneficial and harmful how we approach this subject if we're um, constantly looking at life being fair or not, um, and then how that affects you know our outlook or our our perspective uh, if if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I am kind of, I'm definitely a rule follower, and it's always bothered me if, uh, I don't know exactly if this is fairness, but, you know, I do, I always want things to be fair, and I find myself, like, disappointed if they're not, and I, I just don't want her to have too high of expectations for how things are always going to be, and then just be crushed when they're not right so
1: when i think expectation is a really good word that i want to come back to um but i think we we're talking last uh week about you know being a being a good person we went back to that whatever is a poem or that story everything i i needed to learn i learned in kindergarten or whatever um and how all the things listed in there you know share be nice, help others. It's all simple stuff. And most of us, it's very easy for us to do that. Where the problem often comes up is when someone doesn't go along with that. (laughs) Someone doesn't go along with those uh, traditional rules. And then a lot of times we don't know how to react to, um, you know, someone not playing by the rules. Um, And then, That that often, as opposed to because we don't know how to react to that, it often uh, skews our perspective or changes our perspective or uh, makes it harder for us to uh, frame the world we want to. Or or it complicates, um, you know, the world around us for obvious reasons.
0: Sure, sure.
1: But the expectation Uh thing, I think, is interesting. I mean... Just um, Jamie and I were talking we just went down to Chicago last weekend and um, I mean something as simple as, you know, Genevieve asking how long it is going to be until we get there. Um, You know, if we're 15 minutes away and I tell her um, we're going to be there in 10 minutes and it takes longer, then, you know, she's going to be disappointed. Whereas if I tell her it's going to be a half hour and we actually get there before that, she's going to be happy. Um, And maybe that's a bad metaphor, but (laughs) I I think that applies to a lot of uh, things in life our our expectations and maybe our expectations of fairness or our perspective of that. Um, I mean, the, the same things happening. But because we expect it to go one way, and it either goes better or worse, um, really dictates, you know, our experience. Um, So how can we use that? How can we um, almost develop our expectations to where, to where we're ending up more on the the happier side of that? Is it setting the expectations low so we beat them? yeah.
0: I feel like you're saying in order to be happy, you have to set low expectations. Right. So which that that you which can doesn't sound good. Surpass them.
1: <laughs> right. Um, um,
0: which so, is kind of the right. opposite message that you hear, like, you know, dream is kind of a thing. But that does go along more with my experience because I feel like the things that I'm unhappy about are things that like, just didn't quite meet my expectations that I had for whatever reason.
1: Right. I mean, you you don't want to set your expectations so low that, you know, it doesn't take any effort to beat them. But then also you don't want to set your expectations so high that you never reach them. Uh, So is it more just about finding a middle ground? Um, And I apologize. I think you were asking me a question.
0: Well, I was just going to say, have you ever heard her say the words like that's not fair kind of a thing? I don't know that I have.
1: Yeah. Uh, Genevieve, that's, uh, I'm sure she has or alluded to it in, in some way, but no, not, not like it's a, a recurring thing. Um, and she's a, she's an only child, so she does have a sibling where I'm sure that would come up more and, uh, maybe it does come up or, or in her thoughts at, at school, or maybe it'll come up more, you know, as she gets older. Um, but even if it's not a straightforward thing, I think that's something that affects our, our thinking quite a bit, even if it's uh not an overt thing or something we're uh, consciously mulling over. I think we're constantly comparing uh situations and ourselves to others. I mean, part of it's just, I think, evolutionary. You got to compare and contrast things just to get through the world. Um
0: yeah, she she definitely you're right, she does that even on the way home from school today. She was, you know, asking, Are we there yet? Are we close? And then she said that her friend is definitely home because she lives closer. <laughs> you know, she she does a lot of comparing between her and this friend in particular. And um yeah, so I guess that's a version of that.
1: Right. And that and that's natural. I mean, I think we all do it. But how, how do we take that concept or that idea of, um, you know, comparing or fairness or, or maybe expectation, the words you brought up is the best one. How, how do we take expectations and develop the way we, uh, develop expectations about the people around us, about the situations or situations around us so that we're not undershooting or overshooting, um, does that make sense? So we're not underachieving and not disappointed because we're not setting the bar too high. Um, I, I, I think I, I think that's an, important because it does affect um, you know how 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 happy we are with outcomes um, when when in fact the outcomes are probably going to be what they are regardless. A lot of times, um, but our expectations are going to dictate you know how happy we are with those outcomes. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I just think that it would be super challenging for me to to do that Um, just because I feel like I tend to hype things up. Right. And, you know, like, this is going to be great. This This is all you have to look forward to. And so it's tough for to live up to that. So uh, I would have to really like rein myself
1: in in terms of well and and I think um not just us as parents do that a lot, but I think you know a lot of times that's what society's doing or that's what commercials are doing. Um you know the, the whole uh princess thing or or Disney World thing or you know you you're working to this ideal which, um, when you grow up, that, you know, you hate to say isn't realistic, but, um, you know, you, you're, you're putting all these expectations of all the good and the positive and the perfect without maybe balancing them out with some of the, um, the, the realistic downsides or realistic uh, hurdles that everybody's going to have to kind of go over just kind of in the learning process of, um, you know, evolving and growing. Um, I know I could do a better job of that, but it's, like I said, it's not something that it was ever framed that way to me. So I, off the top of my head, don't know the best way to develop that necessarily, step for step with Genevieve, but I do think it would be um, helpful. And maybe it is just, you know, a small constant conversation as um experiences or events come up uh you know
0: what do you think it is that like made you think about this question in terms of parenting like what did did something happen that made you start thinking about it
1: i I think it comes up kind of on a daily basis i mean but really with with most people and like i said i want to kind of go over how that plays itself out in relationships and education and work. Um, and then, yeah, and, and and I think a lot of it is, uh, to go back to your expectations word, is once you try to develop, you know, realistic, achievable, but, um, you know, not too low expectations, um, I think a lot of it's how we learn to react when we don't reach the exp- those expectations or, um, you know, how how flexible we are when we fall short or if we exceed them. Um, you know, if you accomplish something really great, doing that, you know, with humility or raising our goals the next time so we continue to grow as opposed to being content with um you know whatever you've accomplished i don't know i mean it's it's a it seems like a kind of a complicated and nuanced uh idea but something that they're definitely not teaching in school but something that might be valuable to her going forward i guess mhm
0: yeah and i mean it's interesting to think about this stuff too now that i feel like we're just really getting to know what kind of personality she really has
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and it can help us, you know, is as, as far as setting expectations, know what's appropriate for her type of personality, because I think it'd be different for different kids.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. But and, yeah. and we talked about you know talked about those buckets and bringing it back down to characteristics we want to develop to bring and bringing that back to daily habits. Um, you know, I wonder if there is a daily habit where um you know she could examine what her expectations for the day were or what her expectations for the previous day were and how it went and how she reacted she just got from um one of her neighbors for her birthday that diary which i th- i think is super cool we were talking about uh, memories and not remembering a ton from that age in our life um i think you know kind of encouraging that writing process, not only in regards to this, but just something she can go back to to help jog her memory or, um, you know.
0: Sure, yeah. I Even you really, mentioning the diary, though, I feel like that's a really great example of it was so well-received well because she wasn't expecting to get a present that day at all. It was the day after her birthday, and right. she wasn't expecting one from from this neighbor or friend right. at all. It was just a surprise. And so that made it all the more like, whereas if she had been expecting it all day, yeah, you know, in her mind, who knows what, it, what she would have thought she was getting, you know, and just opening up a simple diary would have been maybe disappointing, you yeah. know?
1: Or she got <laughs> that, that on the point. same day that she got, you know, all of her other birthday gifts, if that was the right. fifth gift of the day. I mean, that would have been completely different. It's the same gift from the same person, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a, has the same kind of, uh, of value. But again, it does come down to expectations and comparing it to everything else that's happened. And uh, I, I think time is another factor. Um, you know, when, when you bunch things together, uh, maybe they lose some of their individual importance, where if... Uh, you're extending that, and you have these uh that experience was more of an individual thing because it wasn't you know clumped up with uh the rest of her birthday activities. I think it it was a little bit more significant um, so yeah, so how do we take right. that idea and um, use that, yeah, and be intentional
0: about yeah intentionally practice it. We're gonna to have to come up with a way. I mean, I kinda of need specific strategies I think for remembering to implement it purposely. Because I never yeah. want to I feel like parents in our generation like almost run the risk sometimes of being like overly
1: overly scheduled, trying to be overly,
0: overly Well no, I get like, yeah, that too, but like too in tune with their emotional needs if there is such a thing, like almost like too much like there is sometimes.
1: Sure. Um, I'm sure you can go too far that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm kind of mindful of that too.
1: Right. Uh, Everything in the the right proportions. Um, Okay, cool. So why don't we kind of take this idea? um, I mean – Fairness in relationships. And, and now that we start started talking about it, I think maybe I like your word of expectations as more of a overall, um, overall description of this episode. Cause I think we can go in more directions with it, but expectations in relationships, um, everything from, You know, the relationship she has with us to the one she has with friends and other family members to the one she'll have when she gets older, um, I think is going to be, be big. I mean, you already mentioned, you know, not, not setting the bar too high for other people because of the likelihood of them falling short of that. And I think that's, I think that's legitimate. And I think that's... uh, I
0: also think it's something, though, that really comes from trial and error. Like, you have to get to know people and what you can maybe ask from them or expect from them. Sure. But... A lot of people have a hard time, like, someone will show them what kind of a friend they are or what kind of, you know, relationship this is, but they don't believe them. They don't take that at that and they still expect more, and they just keep on getting hurt over and over by expecting more. Like, a, a friend that I have has that type of relationship with her mother-in-law. She imagined that she would be so close with her and also her sister-in-law because she doesn't have any sisters. Mm-hmm. And just had this whole expectation that they were going to be her other family and just to be so close. And it's just not like that. But she continues to get her hopes up over it each time she's going to see them or holidays or whatnot and just keeps getting hurt over and over. But at one point she was like, it's my own fault because I keep expecting this, you know? So I'm like only hurting myself. Right. So I feel like, yeah, you kind of have to just trial
1: and error and get to know people so and and I think expectations can get in the way sometimes I mean so that idea of maybe her setting that relationship bar too high in those specific instances um, you know maybe prevented her from enjoying maybe just the 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 simple interactions with them um, or just because they weren't you know, um, they they weren't meeting what she was expecting or yeah. wanting or whatever it may be. And, and you're right; it is complicated because every relationship is going to be different. Um, you can't expect more from some people than others. Um, I think, I think that's definitely a, a trial and error thing. But I think part of it, and I don't think many people I know and definitely not me are very trained to do is, uh, talk to people we interact with a lot about our relationship, (laughs) you know, being straight up and honest and saying, you know what, this is what, this is what I want out of this relationship, whether it's a coworker or a family member or, um, you know, a parent or whatever it may be. Um, and this is what, you know, I think is is fair give and take and um what 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 do you want out of the relationship so you know we're not perceiving it two completely different ways. Um
0: but no one does this. No one has
1: these Exactly. But,
0: but 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 do you think
1: it, it does, like when you say it out loud. But doesn't that seem like it would be helpful? <laughs> Uh, uh, otherwise both bo- otherwise, both otherwise, both sides are just forward. trying to figure it out and guessing at what the other side is thinking when it seems like you could just have that conversation. And obviously, not the first time you meet somebody, you're not having that conversation, but if if it's someone that uh, you know you're becoming good friends with or you know it's someone you've worked with for a long time. Um, I don't think that conversation is out of the question.
0: Yeah, and I guess as I'm thinking about, like, friendships as you're growing up, and particularly with girls, I mean, that's just because that's what I know, but uh, there's just sometimes there's so many problems just based on assumptions or, like, you think they're mad at you or you, you know, like, and you're just not comfortable talking about the issues and asking, you know, what is deal. But I think you're the first person you know like back when I first met you 10 plus years ago um, who kind of gave me the idea that like if you have to force something in a relationship or a friendship or something like it's just not gonna work. Like I became more comfortable with letting things go just like well I don't know.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and that's a a nuanced thing, too. I mean, you're constantly trying to um, improve and develop. Um, But, um, and we've talked about this before, if you can't be yourself and you're always, you know, trying to mine your P's and Q's, um, that's not, you know, good either. Uh, Yeah, it's... It it can definitely it can definitely be tricky. Um but you're so, you were talking yeah, sorry,
0: about that goes just real quick about expectations that, you know, I think I'd wanna focus on making sure she did have high standards and expectations for how people should treat her, you know, that that she's gonna give her energy to. Like I you know, I I don't want her to expect that everything is going to be like right, easy and great. But at the same time, I want her to have high standards for
1: right. Well, and high standards for friends, her, her how
0: she's treated,
1: right? And maybe a, a a good default is having high standards of what she's putting into a relationship. Make sure she's you know uh, giving um, her fair share into it but then realizing if that's not being returned after a suitable amount of time that's taken into consideration and either discussed or other options looked at. Um, yeah, because I mean, you were talking about, you know, girls having those expectations or different expectations that cause them problems. I think that's every relationship, uh, coworkers, uh, boss to employee, um, you know, customers and businesses. Uh, I think so often we we go into, um, you know, the same experience thinking completely different things and uh, that does cause issues when that could very easily be discussed. And I mean, even when you're having conversations and trying to get on the same page, you still have difficulty kind of seeing um, eye to eye. So it's not hard to you see. and
0: I know all about that
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so so it's not hard to see how if you're not having that conversation, how that would become even uh, exponentially more complicated to kind of uh, get on the same page. Um,
0: yeah, I yeah. just I'm already struggling with putting that into six-year- old terms because yeah. she already needs that advice. We're right. already doing that with friendships and it's like, okay, what is the appropriate amount for this right now? But it it has started. Like she already needs to learn these things now. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be ongoing.
1: And I know you talked to her and I think this is helpful, but I think maybe what it does come down to as opposed to making sure um, you know, every relationship is perfect, which it won't be obviously is just kind of working with her, and I think she has a good base for this, is just developing um, what is what is right and what is fair. Um, that way, if you're confident that what you're doing is fair and good, even if others react to it in a way that appears negative to you, you, you still have a foundation and a confidence that um, – you know, you 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 believe you're doing things, you know, for the right reasons, and maybe communication will help. Um, you know, both sides realize that, or or maybe it won't, but I, I think it can definitely, um, you know, pin, pinning your happiness on other people's expectations or other people being happy with the way you act. Um that can that can go sideways kind of quick sometimes.
0: Are you completely confident that this is something that you can begin to learn and realize from a young age because as you're saying that, I'm starting to wonder like if it's just something that you can appreciate more as an adult because I can think to myself. I'm doing this for my own happiness. Like it will make me feel better if I don't expect it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, a kid that just might be their natural feeling and they're not going to say, Oh, but it would be better for me if I didn't do that, you know, or if I didn't think this way, like that's just their reaction. And that's bad. They can't really talk themselves through it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm de- I'm not completely confident in anything. <laughs> and it's especially that. <laughs> and I, I think, uh, yeah, no I think a lot of it is probably through life experience and I don't know if, if that's hard to frame for a kid because that wasn't done for us or that's not something that um you know is put out there for kids that age. Um I think they can probably handle and process more than we give them credit for. Um I think a lot of it is practice, but no, I'm not conf- yeah. I think a lot of it is life experience and I think a lot of it um I don't know the right way or the right steps to you know integrate that into a daily routine where that's developed the way we're talking about it. Um other than which I think you know we we try to do uh, as it comes up is just talk about, you know, her day and the experiences she goes through and then as it makes sense to kind of um, work in those different angles and thoughts and perspectives and, you know, get her feedback and um, through conversation, if that makes sense.
0: Isn't there, I wish I had looked this up before our conversation, but isn't there a psychological, like, developmental phase for kids that they go through and one of the marks of it is that they're, like, just, Obsessed
1: with fairness. With
0: fairness? Yeah. Like, you know, this is fair, this isn't fair. Like, I feel like that's part of... i have to look that
1: up. Yeah. I'm not sure um, we ever grow out of that. <laughs> I mean, I hear that from... Yeah, cult. true. Maybe it's more like when they
0: become aware of it. Is that true? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, it seems
1: like they hit that pretty early. I mean, I think at six, she's definitely aware has a sense of what's fair or what's not fair or at least through her eyes. Um but yeah. I, I think that's some and again, between fairness and expectation, something we all deal with on a daily basis. Um and not not knowing how to, like you said, frame it for her. I think we're all working on how to frame it for ourselves. Um, you know, if we think something's not fair, how to deal with it without, you know, overreacting or, or, you know, getting down about it, what's the be- best way to react to something we feel is unfair? And why do we feel is unfair? And is it really unfair? Um, and every circumstance has a different set of factors that, you know, influence that. Um uh, maybe it actually is fair and we just don't have all the information. Um maybe it's not fair, but us dwelling on that's not gonna help. Uh I don't know. It's like I said, it's pretty feels pretty complicated and nuanced, but uh kind of feels important.
0: It doesn't seem <laughs> like your feathers really get wrestled over expectations. Like how did you become so logical about this? Like were you as a kid, I don't, I mean, how did this happen? <laughs> Just as an adult, I've started to realize, this, but it's taken a while.
1: Yeah. No, I think for, for all of us, it's, but, but like I said, I, I don't know anyone or it, it never came up in like formal education. I think it would be helpful. I think it would be cool to have this conversation with a bunch of kids my age when I was in elementary or middle school or high school, college even. And, you know, I took a lot of philosophy classes in, in college. And so maybe it came up a little bit there. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I think it, it would have been cool and important and helpful. Um, but no, I don't think there was any one instance. I think for, just like for most people, it is just a accumulation of thinking and life experiences and, Trying to figure stuff out, and maybe not getting as far as you want to uh, with figuring that out. But uh, yeah, and and everyone looks at it and approaches a little differently. But um, so relationships, we know there's a ton there, um, and just because we only have about twenty more minutes, um, I do want to hit kind of the education and work uh, buckets as as it goes along with fairness and expectations. So if we, okay. lo- if we look at education, um, and not only her schooling experience, but uh, past that and continuing to um, learn about things in life, uh, how do how does fairness and expectations fit into that? Um, would you say?
0: Um. Okay. So expectations fit into education and work um well, let's stick with education for now okay so the top of my head thinking about like opportunities like we mentioned mm mm-hmm. um gosh i don't know maybe you can get me going say what you think and Yeah,
1: I mean, education, uh, fairness in that. I mean, I think everyone has um, a different skill set. Some people are more proficient in some areas than others. I mean, I'm sure she's going to get into subjects where she has a a tougher time, uh, where other students may seem to have uh, an easy grasp of it. Um,
0: Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that that competition though can be a good thing sometimes as well and like of course you have to figure out what kind of personality she has like does it seem to motivate a little bit or is it too stressful and detrimental
1: yeah yeah and I think with all this stuff it's uh it's on a spectrum and you can take it too far either way and I think like you know we've talked about with a lot of these conversations it's just as much for probably me or us to kind of think about. So it's kind of top of mind as we, uh, go through these experiences with her. But yeah, I think the competition can definitely be good, but you know, you can take it too far. It, it it's silly for her to, you know, not be able to sleep the night before cause she's worried about the test the next day. But also, um, you know, if a little competition is, you know, um, Motivating her to strive to get better, um, because you know her friends or classmates are are excelling at something, um, then that can definitely be helpful and beneficial.
0: I think this is where Montessori education wins out a little bit when you're thinking about like, fairness and competing with other kids, just because it really takes that out of it. They're so mm-hmm. really working at their own pace on their own things, and I don't see. That, at least in my classroom. Um, right. So, yeah, that gets me thinking about that again.
1: But even with kids working at their own pace, th- does that mean not pushing them? Well, and on their, on their own things completely. they're,
0: yeah. like, they're not like working on the same things at different places. They're like working on their own things completely.
1: Yeah. So, you do kind of take out that competition side of things?
0: Huh. Yeah, at least at the level that I've seen it. Right. Um, they're not because I remember in elementary school, particularly with one friend of mine who was gifted and talented and all of that. I was always comparing my work to hers, and who finished faster. Like, yep, right. and, and she was doing the same as me, and um, it didn't end up being super detrimental to me. I don't think, but it was a little stressful.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting looking at this between relationships, education and work. I think education out of the three is probably the one, especially the traditional schooling aspect of it, might be the one that's set up to be the most fair <laughs> where the expectations are, um you know, most clearly laid out where, uh, you know, who you know, doesn't affect um how well you can do in that arena as much um yeah but you know uh I, but it's not perfectly fair obviously i mean you have better schools um you're going to have better teachers uh you're going to have teachers that you just click with and sometimes that's just uh, luck of the draw um you might find yeah. something that you're yeah. good at and that is you know one sub subject, subject that you really enjoy, and that's enough to get you excited about going to school and maybe being really good or excited about one subject and terrible at the other ones uh maybe more valuable than being pretty good at all of them but not excited about any of them um, I don't know, I think it's uh it's it's an interesting thing to to look at. But but even after you get out of, you know, the schooling arena, um, I think a lot of people feel that their education stops there. And um, I think that's that's kinda silly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that I'm still fine that relationships relationships with teachers, you know, it's very subjective and you know, even like in her kindergarten room when they're choosing who to move up on the behavior chart, which I really despise that chart, but um, you know, Genevieve will mention like mine never moved, it never, you know, but I was doing all the right things. And it's like realizing that maybe that's not fair, but you know, she, the teacher
1: just didn't notice. <laughs> it's okay. But, right. And maybe um, that's a good yeah, lesson, though. You can... lots
0: of lessons within that.
1: Yeah. So, and, and what's the lesson there? I mean, you can do all the right things and, and not get the results you want, or you can do all the right things. Or why are you doing the right things? Are you doing it to move your name on a chart, or are you doing them for more right, intrinsic right. reasons because it's the right thing to right. do and you does make you feel good. If not what
0: you want anyway, then it's not a problem. Yeah. Right. So how do we instill that, like, intrinsic satisfaction that, you know, being happy with just knowing you did the right thing?
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of what I think I'd like to work back from. We talked about some of those characteristics we'd like for her to develop, you know, being confident and strong and healthy and uh, sociable and all of that. So, um I don't know, I'd like to work with you to come up with some of those daily habits that uh, might lend themselves to if you're doing them on a daily basis. Um, and, it, and maybe that's what some of this comes down to is the stuff we stress on a daily basis, becoming habit, becoming, you know, habit forming, which is going to seep into maybe your personality or your Um, character traits to some degree even if they're not completely um, you know
0: Well, well and I feel like we need to be kind of on guard because it can seem like we're doing really well with you know building her confidence and she's doing really well in school and feeling good about everything but I'm pretty sure there's statistics about girls like at some point late elementary or middle school like that changes and oh, sure. their confidence plummets and, you know, like out of nowhere almost. And so it might seem like easy early on, but I think it's going to get tough.
1: Um, um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's silly not to expect there to be phases and things to turn on a dime. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay, cool. Well, we got about 10 minutes left. Why don't we hit work a little bit? Um, So we both have some experience in the work arena. Um, But I think fairness and expectations in work vary um, quite a bit. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this. Yeah, I mean,
0: you and I have. Okay,
1: go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I've
0: talked a lot about how, you know, we can expect that our careers are going to be like what we're most passionate about and bring so much happiness. And then sometimes realizing that that's not the case <laughs> and what do you do from there? And so kind of, I think it would really help to manage expectations going in. Like,
1: Yeah. And is it yeah, ever it the case?
0: practically?
1: Right. I mean, I don't know if I was talking to you, but whatever Genevieve wants to be, uh, I mean, the idea of it is surely going to be different from the day-to-day of what that yeah. job entails. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of monotony and a lot of tasks that have nothing to do with her idea of what that is. And it's probably going to be a majority of that. Um, And it's something that she may very well do for the majority of the waking hours of her life. And so... How do we one um, not get her so excited about it that it's a it's a rude awakening, you know, after she's done it for a little while? Um,
0: yeah, I think that's why, like internships and just as much exposure to definitely these jobs as possible is going to be a huge focus. I think I would. Definitely encourage that, for sure. Yeah. I think I got that through teaching as much as possible, but you can still, you're still shocked that I still ask it, but okay. I mean, I was in classrooms a lot, a ton throughout college, so yeah. um, I think that's really good, and I know not all careers are like that.
1: Well, I think that's super helpful that you got that experience while you're going to school. I mean, I think it seems like a lot of people go to school for teaching and then don't get in the classroom till after they finish their classwork. Although teaching is kind of an interesting one because while we have both taught teaching something that everyone's at least been exposed to because they've all been a student and they've known teachers and they've yeah. been in classrooms yeah. where a, a lot of a lot of jobs, you know. Day one in the office is the first time you ever experience what that job really is like. Um, And the the book work, if you you go to school for it, may be helpful, but uh, it's not going to compare to the -the on-the-job experience. And um, it's not going to ever probably completely prepare you for uh, what you're going to encounter. And that comes back to fairness too. I mean, just because you might be passionate about something or believe, you know, you know exactly what you want to do. That doesn't mean that that job's going to be available or in, in the exact way you want it to be. Um, even if you, you know, go through all the right, all the right steps. Um, and that's, I don't know. So, so I don't know if, there's something about uh, just the idea of working um, that we can emphasize. Um, I, I've had a, a lot of different jobs, and I think there's some general characteristics probably that um, you, know, you could focus on. I mean, regardless of the job you have, doing it well gives you kind of a sense of um, accomplishment, Uh, Developing good relationships with the people you work with makes the job more enjoyable. Um, You know, trying to. And I feel
0: like that that is stuff that we can and should be modeling for her.
1: Yeah. All
0: through her growing years and sharing with her.
1: I agree. Obviously,
0: not all of the nitty gritty, but, you know, a lot of that. And especially, you know, like, I want to make sure we include a lot of the positives of it. But going along with the expectations, you know, not making it all sound rosy, like this is my passion and this is, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. And so just kind of being real with her, but yeah, modeling those things.
1: Right. But the things you can control and the things that regardless of the job you end up doing, um, that, yeah, like you said, you can control and affect how much of a positive experience it is. Um, Yeah. Working hard, treating the people you work with well, and um, yeah, trying to learn and get better at it. I think those are all all positive things that uh, may be more important than the job itself,
0: yeah, definitely, and yeah, just the the work effort um, yeah. It's really great, and I mean, it's cool that I have gotten to take her to work so many times. Yeah, um, I love that. I love her seeing me in a different role.
1: Yeah, that I think environment. that's
0: really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and and for you too, you've done the same with her. So
1: yeah, uh, cool. So, and uh, as we wrap this up in the last five minutes or so, um. Do we come to any conclusions about fairness or expectations? I know we threw a lot out there. Um, I know it's kind of quick to figure that out in an hour when we've been well, probably we trying to it, figure it you know, out. We gotta, yeah,
0: not too high, not too low, figure out, you know, what's right for her in the, in the situation and, um, you know, keep the focus that you're probably going to be happier if, your expectations are not unrealistic and, you know, if they exceed them,
1: then, then you're happier. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe it's just, uh, uh, maybe realizing that expectations are something you can manage one way or another. And that if you can learn to manage them, then you can move that dial up or down depending on the situation or the experience or the relationship or the job um to you know uh to to match whatever you're encountering to uh kind of try to optimize how happy you are in that position um and to optimize you know your growth in that position or whatever it may be but uh, and I think part of that just takes uh, not reacting. Practice, definitely practice. But I think it's yeah. more just trying to step back and not reacting to every situation. But um, you know, looking at the situation.
0: And... <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, if
0: is this for me? Is this advice you're trying to give me?
1: It's for it's for anybody, probably. And <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, if you're just reacting, then you can't really manage those expectations. You're not giving yourself time to manage them, maybe, or to think about it. Um, and 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 who who knows? I'm probably in a lot of situations. Uh, reacting may be the way to go, without thinking about it. May, I'm sure there's a lot of situations where you can't overthink it. And that's it. That presents its own set of, um, you know, issues, but, uh, we'll have to save that one for another time. But yeah, I I think, uh, in the next two or three, if you're available, that's what I like to do. I kind of like to, uh, break down some daily habits, everything, you know, I've thought about a couple, everything from, you know, like sleeping habits to eating habits to, um, you know the the way you think about things that I think if stressed or practiced on a on a daily basis is gonna um, you know help build those characteristics are gonna help build you know those strong relationships and education and work experiences and um, I think that would be
0: yeah would, would be
1: good. Okay. Okay, cool.
0: Sounds good.
1: Well, thank you for joining us, Genevieve. Love you, buddy. Uh, Katie, I will see you in just a little bit. Love you, and um, have a good night.
0: Okay, thanks. Bye.